0: In a world where women continue to break through glass ceilings, shatter stereotypes and redefine success, there are so many stories just waiting to be heard and that is exactly what this podcast is all about. I'm your host Katie Williams and in each episode we'll sit down together with inspiring female entrepreneurs from diverse industries, backgrounds and stages of their journey. We'll explore the lessons they've learned, the obstacles they've overcome and the advice they have for those who might be ready to take a leap of their own. I cannot wait to dive into the day-to-day realities of running a business, often while juggling other roles like being a mum or working multiple jobs. You can expect honest conversations, valuable advice, and a whole lot of inspiration. So grab yourself a cuppa and let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Small Biz Society, the podcast. I'm Katie and today... Hopefully it won't get too confusing, but I am joined by Katie. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Uh, i like to start by introducing us to you and tell us about your business. Okay, so I'm Katie, which,
1: you know, when I've said this week, oh, I've got a podcast with Katie, so many people have gone, hmm.
0: Are you stuff. going there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, one with yourself then, Yeah. <laughs> Um so I am the proud owner of Concept to Korea. So I help burnt out ambitious ladies take the leap into the self-employed world. Um, gaining the time and time for themselves that they deserve.
0: Amazing. So what made you start this business? What's your background?
1: So eight years ago, so I've been a mum now for nearly 13 years, which is really quite scary and something (laughs) else we have in common um, as well as the name um I so having children then they were going back they were starting education and nursery and the big question of what are you going to do now and I did I got an employed job and I found it mentally physically exhausting juggling everything so eight and a half years ago sick of juggling it all I made the leap and went self-employed.
0: Amazing. So what did you do?
1: I was, uh, when I first went self-employed or when I
0: was employed? When you first went self-employed?
1: Didn't know what I was going to do, if I'm totally honest. I just <laughs> left. You I just was to... I just felt run down. Well, I was actually looking back, I was run down. Mm. Um, didn't know what I was going to do. And one day my Nana said to me, Katie, you only live once. And you've got to do what makes you happy. Yeah. And I said, well, be with my children. And I know I should be working because they're at school. And there's no rule book. That's what I've learned. There's no rule book. You don't need to follow a rule book in any way. Right. Um, and so one day after a real horrible time of my boss laughing at me for being poorly another time, and I couldn't get a signal um I handed the keys back. I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't. Oh. I said, I feel poorly, I don't know where to turn to. I have days off, but obviously your mum full time when they're in nursery still. Mm. And I'm just exhausted. Um, so to help me, my nana said, Come and do a little bit of cleaning for me. And so that's what I did. Oh. I went and did a little bit of cleaning, and I used to do the weekly shop on a Monday morning and yeah, go clean for them, go help them, what they couldn't do anymore. Um, And they loved it. They loved the company. And they also, I think, felt good that they'd help me. They saw how I changed then as well. And so then I cleaned for them. And then they told their friend, oh, my granddaughter's cleaning for us now. And they were like, oh, we could really do with somebody like once a week to come in. So I left working at the doctors in the june in the june i had a few months over summer holidays cleaning banana took on a few more and over the christmas period i was like i'm just going to do a few more i'm going to set up as a business cleaning Mm. make it official so i made i got flyers i hand delivered hundreds of flyers everywhere I shared the word all over Facebook, sending it to friends who I thought it might help, or they know of somebody. And I got a message on Facebook of a lovely lady who who I've known for years, and said to me, "My best friend's getting married at her house on New Year's Eve, and the cleaners let them down."
0: Oh gosh.
1: And clean their house for the wedding. And my response was, "But I haven't got myself a uniform yet." <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got myself a uniform and I haven't got any cleaning stuff yet because the plan was to slowly take stuff on in January. So I was like, um, yeah, and it did. And I just went and I spent eight hours on this house where they were preparing downstairs for the ceremony and I'm there cleaning the house, ready for it. And I thought, well, if I could do that without a uniform, <laughs> then I can mm-hmm. do anything. Um, And it went from there. And within six months, I had five lovely staff working for me and cleaned wow. over about 40 houses
0: wow it's amazing though isn't it that we think of things like that like oh no I can't do this job because I don't have a uniform <laughs>
1: <laughs> like like cleaning somebody's house needs a uniform or yeah. like what we did but it was in my mind I was like but I haven't got a uniform and I wanted to look yeah. like I meant business
0: like, like professional
1: Yeah, and I I cleaned the house. And as I got halfway, like this house was huge, it had like four stories to it. And I got to the second level, and she kept coming up and bringing me cups of tea. She was like, I'm just so grateful you've done this, like, blah, blah, blah. And i would taken a few cleaning bits. She was like, I don't really clean. So she was like, I've got one cloth that I clean the house with. I was like, oh, this just isn't going to go well. (laughs) Like, this isn't. And when I got down to the second floor, and she'd been and Obviously, I think when you're a cleaner as well, you're going into somebody's house. So they've got to build up that trust with you. So she kept coming and like talking to me. And by the time I got near the end of the clean, she was like, would you do this weekly for me? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And she was like, my daughter wants a cleaner. So I actually had a day's work from her and her daughter. So a Friday I used to spend her house and the daughter's and that was it. It was in the time of school.
0: That's brilliant. It just grew and grew and grew. Wow. And then, obviously, after that, because I know you had another business <laughs> up until recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh did you get there from there. <laughs> yeah. How did you, John, tell us a bit about that one and how you got there?
1: So, I feel like I learned the hard way. And I'm being like totally open and transparent about it that I ended up cleaning seven days a week. I did the reverse of what I said I would do. Mm-hmm. I left work so I could spend more time, but actually I ended up working seven days a week, working weekends when my husband had the little ones. I used to do rotors and admin on the night at the same time as training staff. And three years into the business, I was managing holiday cottages as well. So I was like on call for them 24-7 as well. And everyone around me, like my mum and dad, kept going, you'll burn out. And I was like, no, I won't. No, I won't. I'm 20, I'll have been 26, I think, 25. I won't. Like, I won't. I'm too young. I can't burn out. Like, I'm self-employed. I won't burn out. Like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then <laughs> the headache started and I felt rubbish. I felt inconstant, like, in being totally honest, as it was World Mental Health Day yesterday, I was just burnt out. I was, I just mm. was in a panic all the time. And I was like, I should be able to do this. I've gone self-employed. How silly do I look that I've gone self-employed, blah, blah, blah. And it was my dad that said, it doesn't matter if you're 18 or 80. You can only do so much as a human. And as yeah. a mom, you have a, lo- a full-time job before a job. And I was like, mm. and I really took that in. I we
0: need somebody to say that to all of us, I think. Like, yeah. that's a really good piece of advice.
1: Like, yeah, my dad just came up with that. I just remember going, oh, yeah. Mm. So I stripped back my cleaning business. I got rid of the staff that I spent my days chasing round. I had a nightmare with staff, chasing them, running after them. I'm not really giving it a good name here, it's self-employment, but I'm trying to see <laughs> how I got to where I am. And so I decided to at that point scale down completely and have more days only do two days a week cleaning and that worked it worked for me and I all of a sudden hit this point where I thought well maybe it was easier in employment maybe it was easier so maybe that's what I should do because actually I should be in employment because now my children are in education that's what you should do so just before lockdown I closed down my cleaning business. I was like I feel like I've given it everything. I've learned the hard way around it and I, I feel like it's time for me to move on. Yeah. So I got myself an employed job. Going back to what I was doing. So I was a medic I'm a trained medical receptionist and okay. prescription clerk. So like, like completely different, but yeah. <laughs> I it went back into employment and within 6 weeks I only stayed in that job four months that was it I did six weeks and suddenly I was like what have I
0: done
1: yeah I I can all of a sudden just get paid and leave and I don't have to think about anything else but I'm I'm trapped to the hours the school hours again the school holidays came along I was like it's going to cost me all my wages again just on and I don't want that I want to spend it with my kids yeah um And then COVID hit. And actually when COVID hit at that point, I left. I left. I said, I can't. (coughs) Wow. (laughs) Sounded like I was going to start crying. I left at that point because homeschooling came in and I knew it wasn't right for me. I just don't seem to fit into that employed status. I just don't. I've got a very like active brain. So, like now, I will do this, I'll go away, I'll work, but then I can sit on a night and be like, oh yeah, there's that I could do, and oh, I could do that, that." and that benefits me and you now in this business. But working for somebody else, I used to, I was a job share that I did, and I used to message the girl and be like, right, I've decided we should do this with the the systems that we use, and we should do this, and she was like, Katie, you're not getting paid for it. Just stop thinking about it. But I can't do that. I like constantly think like yeah. I can't, like I just can't. And so lockdown hit, and I became an ambassador, a Tropic ambassador, like we've just spoke about, and that then led into well, actually I could be in self-employed and not go down this burnout route. And actually, in all of this time in lockdown. I also did my childhood mental health and mental awareness well-being courses. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, and I was just like, I'm putting a lot in. I think when you're um, an ambassador of a company, it's very good. but You're only earning so much of what you work in. Yeah. And so that's where my home fragrance business came in that I could do something that was completely in my control. I could make stuff that I wanted. I could work as much as I want, as little as I want. And I feel that was a massive time for me to change because I learned that people are right. We need time for us. We need to spend time on us. We need to look after ourselves and that's what I created in my home fragrance business and then that slowly led on to this business um so why am I doing this business from starting off cleaning eight <laughs> years ago because feel I learned the hard way to start with and that is why a lot of ladies that I work with A lot of clients, we talk about mindset and we talk about scheduling and scheduling time to work, managing our diaries that we still have time for us. Yes. And so many people have come to me before setting up this business and gone, well, you've been self-employed, you can help me. So I've helped people before doing this business. I was like, you know, so many people ask me, "Yeah, why can't I go out there and help other people get to what they deserve? that was a really long story for the one person
0: no that is really interesting to hear your journey because you've done very different jobs Mm -hmm. and you've obviously gone back and forth with employment and Mm self-employment so yeah I find it fascinating to hear your journey and now obviously you're here and you're helping other people um and I think the and where the mental
1: health training came in which is like completely different to anything that Mm. I've ever done that came about because when I was in my last employed job for them four months I was quite hard on myself and I used to say why can't I be normal why can't I manage to juggle work and children and home life so I feel I was quite quite derogative to myself yeah and a lot went into like my childhood and and I wanted to learn about how everything affects you as you grow up and it comes out in an adult and so that's what took me down that route and that's simply why I did it I didn't do it because I wanted to do it as a profession but that kind of goes on to what else I'm going to answer you later on that (laughs) there is no normal to follow and I feel it's only in the last year or so that I've come to that conclusion that makes me no different not doing the normal
0: yeah and I think sometimes it either it comes with time or it comes with age or it comes with experience like where you are so now it's really
1: old now
0: <laughs> like but you're not old of course you're, you're younger than me um really old <laughs> but yeah like where I am now in my 30s is miles away from where I was in my 20s absolutely my mindset is different the way I think about myself is different like my outlook on life is different mm-hmm. so it's just I think yeah I think it's a mixture of what we go through um, growing up. yeah growing up it's a part of it isn't it and we might not change as people as such but I've definitely become a lot more myself like,
1: I use yeah, if, if so. And, and then this sounds like quite silly. Well, no, it's quite relevant. I would always like talking about glasses. Okay? okay, so like this seems really weird, but I would always go for glasses that would never stand out. I would do my hair like I thought it needed to be. I wouldn't wear bright clothes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do all of this. And then all of a sudden, this like. It's the way I express myself. Like, why shouldn't I wear the glasses that I want to wear? Why do I need to hide away into the normal?
0: Yeah. No, I'm exactly the same. And obviously, as I've, you know, as time's gone on, I'm like, right, I want my pink hair and I want my red glasses or oh. my cat glasses or, you know, I'm, I've am i definitely got my eye on some some <laughs> lovely new glasses. But yeah, and I now feel really, I feel quite uncomfortable if I have to wear black. I don't know why but
1: i'm saying all of this but i'm sat in a black dress but I mean, it, has, it has got a different print on the bottom like i'm not all i'm not all black so this is quite tame for me but i know over the summer i would just wear pink i just love and and why not yeah why not?
0: but i've i've always been very like i'm at the two extremes i say i'm like a child or a granny <laughs> i love like patterns i love disney you know, I love wearing my dungarees and my bright colours, but I also I, I absolutely love sort of, you know, floral patterns. Yes, yeah, so do I. Stuff like that. So I'm I'm not really a 30 year old, I'm like a three year old or a eighty year old.
1: But so do I. I love I feel like it's something in our name. Is it something in our name that we've got? I like I feel like like I absolutely love and it's only happened since lockdown and I turned thirteen lockdown. Like, that year after lockdown, 10 30. And it's only happened since then. But I really love gardening. <laughs> don't know oh. where it's come from. And I mean my mum does, but I all of a sudden found I had this knack that I could grow flowers. Mm. And like, you know, my husband says it's like Jamanji in our back garden. <laughs> just,
0: oh, that's, see I wish it. I could get into that. We don't get very much sun in our garden. So it's really difficult to grow things. Correct and come up with a solution for you <laughs> yeah, you, you come and sort my garden out <laughs>
1: that's fine I just have that like you know six hour drive to it's fine for your garden it's fine <laughs> I'll make a holiday of it
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely Oxfordshire is a beautiful area <laughs> <laughs> so obviously with your business now what if I came to you you mm-hmm. know I'm really overwhelmed being a mum and running a business what what do you do? What what would we do together? Plan. plan
1: plan 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 all the time. Set yourself a timetable, a structure. We would sit and look at your week and go, how are you actually spending your time? Because this is something I've got quite strict on as well, and on purpose, like put in my Instagram and Facebook no notifications after five o'clock because. Yeah. think we easily will sit and just scroll and be like oh yeah good enough." and it's too easy that we spend all our time when we don't see that I think when we're working from home as work yeah do I go through with ladies time planning spend your week productively so break down your week how you're spending it and you'll actually find you're spending a lot of time doing stuff that's pointless
0: yeah and I definitely I think it's um I mean obviously social media is a massive part of running a business and you know it's really important for our businesses but I definitely feel a bit of a I don't want to say addiction because I could go without it it's that yeah. I mm-hmm. will pick up my phone and see if I've had like a reply or a message yeah. even though mm-hmm. I only looked at it 5 minutes ago so it's
1: like an addiction but in a not an addiction way
0: it is more of a habit i think
1: an unhealthy habit that we do and i think it's too easy for us to keep going into that i think like for ourselves that's why i say plan 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 but also plan your content ahead because say for example i know what i'm going to do in content today if i didn't would i sit there scrolling looking for ideas and then putting it together if I do it like off the cuff, would it not sound how I wanted it to? Yeah. So that's why I'm just all about plan, plan, plan. That's why I, I live with notebooks
0: around. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think there's like a secret to not becoming burnt out?
1: Yeah, I'm going to say planning.
0: I was about to say, is it <laughs> is it all in the planning?
1: <coughs> Strategy. So yeah. Creating your business. I think, I don't know, it's really difficult on this one. So plan it. Yeah, plan. Plan your business so you know what you're doing, where you're going, what days you're doing what, and plan time for you.
0: Yeah.
1: So we're both mums, so we are like mums full time as well as working. And what we probably don't do is spend enough time in going, yeah, I'm going to go for a spa day for me. Do we do
0: that? Do we do well, that? <laughs> I know. honestly, I've been saying for about a year, I'm going to go for a spa day. Haven't done it yet, but I'm going to.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because why not? Why not spend that that time on us? Burnout only happens when you are constantly going and going and going and going yeah. and doing what you should think you should do. So that is what I did. That's where burnout was. I burned out because I was just doing what I thought I should. Yeah. Going and going and going and going. And I remember someone saying to me, um, what does what do you do? What do you when I was burnt out, what do you do? And I said, well, so on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I do this, and then on the weekend to do this, and then um and then I get the kids started, then we do lunges, then we do tea, and then and I, and I do plan ahead for weeks for food, but and then I do this and then I do this what does Katie do? And I went, well, I like a bath. <laughs> <laughs> That's self-care, Katie. Like that is normal hygiene. I was like, no, I do mean a shower daily, but I like a bath to relax. Yeah. That is not spending time on you. That's just generally washing. You need to spend time on you. That's why this has happened. And I think as mums, we're like this foundation of the house. Yeah. And we're this solid foundation. And if we're not solid and feeling okay, the house becomes a little bit unsteady too.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, I completely... It's makes
1: that foundation solid.
0: (laughs) We just, you know, once a month maybe. Not asking too much.
1: I've been really strict on myself actually, especially after summer holidays. I've been really strict in saying I don't work Fridays. And I might send out a newsletter, that's all I might do. Mm. i Don't work Fridays, or if I do, it's only while I'm sat watching my favourite film or something. But I've been really yeah. make sure you take because it's and it's okay. I have the weekend off, but you're in month full, month mode then. Yeah. So and and Fridays don't necessarily mean I sit on my bum all day watching TV. <laughs> Why <and> not? <laughs> occasionally, but like last week, I cleaned. I did COVID, and then I had a shower, and did my hair, and did my makeup, and then watched a bit of TV.
0: Yeah, but
1: that's what helped me feel like me. Yeah. So why not?
0: No, definitely. eat you at the spa. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it, Victor. Um, is there anything you wish you'd known when you were just starting out, or is there anything you'd do differently if you were starting over again?
1: There's no rule book to follow so there's no there's no rule book you create a business that suits you and your family because what suits your family doesn't necessarily what you could do something that I do the same and it doesn't suit you yeah stay in your own lane just create a business that you're happy with that works for you
0: sorry my tummy rumbled (laughs)
1: It's all right. My arm made a noise on the desk and I didn't want you to think I had terrible wind.
0: (laughs) My stomach just really rumbled and it took me by surprise. (laughs) Sorry about that. Make time for breakfast in your work schedule. I did have I had half a bagel because Jonah had a bagel this morning with some grapes. And then he said, can I have another one? I'm still hungry. So I said, I'll make a bagel. And then I let him have half of it. So we shared one. And then he was still hungry. So on the way to school, he had a bit of soaring. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, maybe. And he didn't eat much last night. So that's why. Extra hungry this morning. Okay, right. You are really good, obviously, on your social media and doing your lives and everything. How did you become so confident online?
1: I think this all goes in the line of acceptance of me and it's who I am and doing it over and over and it's my way people I did a post actually people buy from people people yes. buy from so I found when I had my home fragrance business I was constantly posting like I just don't come across as a salesy person so I was posting you know like I don't know one week we'd concentrate on diffusers the next we'd concentrate on wax melts and that just felt very salesy that's all I seemed to appear online and do yeah so one day I was like I'm gonna go on stories and just talk and I did and I was mm-hmm. like and it was one morning I was going to the dentist as like, I'm off to the dentist today I hate the dentist I'm a bit nervous and each day I did a video of what I was doing that day so like I don't know just generally not even business related yeah I could come on and say like today I'm going to make this and today I'm going to make that then I started doing lives while I was just sat making and interacting with people and I think that built my confidence up I think the key to confidence online is consistency always be consistent so if you went live every single morning then you wouldn't think about it And I have another thing, I have like this thing in the back of my mind that if you go live or you do videos on your stories or you are you who you are, if somebody doesn't like it, it is just social media, they will just unfollow you.
0: Yeah, no, that's really true.
1: And if they unfollow you, it's not like, you know, you're in a room of people and you've got all of that, I don't know, I think I've got 600 and something followers in front of me. And if I was, you know, one by one, they slowly left, you'd feel pretty disheartened by it. But unless you really monitor your followers and who's following, it's impossible to track. And I just think if they don't like it, they won't watch it. So it's the same for us. You know, like people will go live on my Instagram and I'll, I'll click on and I'll watch it. And if it's something not relevant or I'm not in the frame of mind for it, I just will turn it off.
0: Yeah and I think that's what we need to remember as well because I, I know it can be quite disheartening sometimes where you think oh I've got to this many followers and then you look the next day and it's gone down and you're like oh who have I lost like did I do something <laughs> did I say something that they didn't yeah, like?" But... but then I need to remember that I unfollow people I'll go through it every now and
1: like them it might be because some think that they're advertising their offering doesn't align with what you need or what you yeah. want
0: or it's and just because I've grown in time and where you know i used to follow certain accounts yeah. i now follow maybe different accounts where my business has changed or i'll look sometimes and think well they haven't posted for 3 years i'm going
1: follow them and yeah. and i think there's this this stigma about followers so I'm all for being truthful online. Like, just be you, be truthful, be honest. And, you know, you see all the time, like, reels or videos, gain 10,000 followers overnight, or do this or do that. And and I got in a bit of a rut myself of looking and thinking, well, well I've only got, I don't know, 600 people following me. Like, what am I doing wrong? Why have they got 2,000? Why? Mm-hmm. I got into that habit. But actually, somebody said to me, if you had a shop and 600 people came in, you would be like, wow. Yeah. So if there's 600 of the right audience, then perfect. Yeah. If you had 10,000 and only one person communicated with you in it, what's the point in having the rest there? They're just
0: nosiers. (laughs) Exactly. And it's not about the numbers, is it? It's about the engagement and who's paying attention.
1: Yep. And who's watching, who's, who's genuinely interested in what you are doing. Yeah. Otherwise I get sick of us and just go. <laughs> Who would get sick of us? <laughs> Someone quite easily when I just go on and talk rubbish. Because I have this really horrible habit. If you watch my videos that I've done or my talking videos, lives mm-hmm. or collaborations, the first thing I talk about is the weather. Every time I'll go. I'm trying to think whether I do. I always go, hello, hello, hello. And it's really lovely and sunny today. <laughs> or like today I did one and went, well, it's been raining. And like, I'm just turning into this weather forecast person. And I don't know why.
0: I don't know. I think it comes really naturally to us as as British. It's just people. weather, isn't it? Like I talk to people when I'm at my mum's pub, when I'm doing my, my bar shift. And, you know, people will come in and they'll be like, Oh, isn't it lovely out there weather. today? Oh, yeah! Yes. Oh, turned cold.
1: And it's like actually what we were talking about prior to this when you said to me, "But isn't it cold there?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like your first thought when I said, I "Live near the seaside." Is it cold?
0: <laughs> you think like up north? It's cold. It's cold up there.
1: Well, I'm all right. I think You're
0: I'm all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, i are happy up there. So I was going to ask you. I plan to ask you if you planned your social media, but I think we're going to know the answer to that one.
1: Yes, I try my best.
0: You enjoy doing your social media?
1: I do and I don't. I do because I think it's a really good way. That's how our businesses are mainly run, mm. I think. But I find it hard sometimes to get across actually what I can do and what I do do, what I do do, <laughs> what I, okay, I do what I what I can actually do for somebody and even one of my clients said to me who I actually met through a networking group so she'd just see me weekly on this coffee Mm catch-up and she said to me it must be really hard to say what you do (laughs) and I was like yes because I feel like you've got so many attributes that you could bring to somebody but actually pinpointing that on one post or a reel then yeah, I do enjoy it, but I think it's addictive, like we've said. Yeah, and I am trying my best to become less addictive. It's <laughs> addicted. Yeah, I'm cutting down on the habit,
0: and I find it really hard because I find that if I like take a break, I feel like I miss so much, mm-hmm. and then I come back, and you know I'm in a couple of like group chats, and I'm like, what have I missed? You know, the other day I went into a chat, and they were talking about a meetup, and I was like, what? a meetup you're having a meetup like what what have I missed <laughs> I just
1: yeah. I think you're right I think you feel and it's like on a weekend I will say I'm not having I'm not going on social media this weekend so basically I'm not going to post but I'm still going to be on it and I'm still going to be looking and I still feel like I'm missing out because nobody's started following them or nobody's yeah. like think yes we need to cut back on this
0: <laughs> yeah definitely uh so if money was no object Mm -hmm. what's one thing that you'd outsource right now
1: do you know what that's like really goes on what we've just said I would outsource any small business that feels that burnout burnout is on its way or you feel you're trying to juggle too many things Mm. outsource things in your business 100% why I didn't do it in my cleaning business I'll never know maybe I didn't know about it maybe i didn't feel that was right outsource if money was no object right now I would outsource and have somebody be a virtual assistant and do my social media yeah just gone on about social media yeah. I would still come on and do videos but I think the pressure of having to be consistent would yeah. be easy for me
0: yeah definitely I think that's what I I want like a... I was
1: just gonna say what would you do if your money was no object, what would you do? Don't say like move and not run a
0: business. Live by the beach. <laughs> um I I'll... Go somewhere. I can I can help you with that. <laughs> <Some thought>. <laughs> <laughs> um I think it would be something like techie, like a VA, um doing things like my website and stuff like that. Because it takes so much time yeah it does and it's that extra oh, oh photos photos maybe like taking product photography really
1: difficult because I think like obviously at the, this current moment in fact today's my first day of doing my burnt out to boss in it 12 week training Amazing. and in that 12 weeks I have got guest speakers coming in mm. yourself yeah. um, who specialize in certain areas but because I'm mentoring somebody from they are currently self-employed no they're not they're currently employed and they're going into self-employment and I take them step by step through every journey that you need to go through people will think I know everything but Mm. I would rather have people come in that specialize on a certain topic Yes, because I think we all specialize in different things. Yeah, definitely, we can't be expected to be good at everything. Like I know a general oversight of what happens when you do your accounts in your business, mm. but that doesn't make me an accountant. Like I would like somebody who specializes in it
0: to. I I, I got distracted by your dog trying to get out the door.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> can't open the door. It's a bit funny, actually, but.
0: No yeah I completely agree and I think we need to put less pressure on ourselves that yeah. we're not going to be good at everything and yes we can't always outsource like I can't afford at the moment to outsource my product photography but I've been trying to look at look at pictures that I like the look of yeah you know look at what other people are doing maybe watching like a YouTube video or Skillshare and just trying to do my best until I and can afford not, to be like. There's
1: nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with admitting that. I think maybe some people struggle to outsource in a small business because do they feel it's a bit of a defeat that they should be able to do it? So they feel like they're giving that little bit up of it when actually, you know, these big people that we follow on social media. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, they've got another course coming out and they're always on social media. Mm. And they're probably never on social media. Yeah. They're probably not people doing it for them. Yeah. And to be in that position, I would love that. I would love someone who specialises in it to do it. Yeah. And not to shame in that,
0: that you've asked for that help. No, definitely. No, I can. I, I, I do agree. So what are your plans for the future? Have you got big plans for concept to career?
1: yes and no (laughs) yes and no I say yes and no because the business that it is at the moment I've gone through a learning journey with it as well so maybe what I wanted to offer to start with is still there is still wanted to offer but it's how I deliver it so you know I had this big idea I wanted to do a signature course and do it as a group yeah I've quickly found out that people prefer when they're doing something like this to work one-to-one. Okay. I can give them like their, you know, so they can come to me with their idea. Um, I also offer building a strategy in a, building a clear strategy in your business. Mm-hmm. And that is for people that have already got a small business, but they're at this, this point in the road where they're just kind of stood and they're like, do I do more social media? Do I do this? Do I bring out more products? Do I... I don't know why I'm doing it wrong. I've got like 15 products new and nobody's buying from me. So we yeah. go back and we work on business plan, strategy, SWOT analysis, all the really geeky side <laughs> to it. Um but all oh, both them courses that I offer have worked better one-to-one. Yeah. So I goal my future plans for concept to career is to create I mean they both are at the moment but to create both courses as an evergreen course and for anybody that doesn't know what that is as a course that can always be on offer that people can just buy from and then work with me
0: one-to-one amazing
1: because I can see the more I can see the results more
0: yeah definitely all right are you ready for our quick fire five
1: Yes, I love these ones. I feel like, oh, sensible head has gone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What, that's your sensible head that we've just had that conversation?
1: (laughs) My little geeky side to me. Let's go to the fun
0: bit. Okay, let's do this. Who is your biggest inspiration? My mum. Amazing.
1: I've always been really close to my mum and she is somebody that I look up to I wanted to be a mum growing up and I was like I just want to be a mum like she is
0: yeah that's lovely I hope she's listening (laughs) you'll make her listen just so she can hear that I will (laughs) (laughs) um what is your favorite business book
1: sales made easy by Charlie Day because it's just so down to earth and so normal
0: (laughs) perfect and your favorite business podcast
1: I do like Carrie Green's podcast because they're short and sweet podcasts and also quite down to earth. So normal. I am all for anybody
0: that's just real life.
1: Carrie Green is the lady that
0: owns FEA Create, yeah?
1: Correct. Right. She was a business coach as well prior okay. to Liz.
0: Um, I haven't found her podcast yet
1: podcast I watched one and it was like six minutes. I, I watched one and I didn't I listened to one <laughs> for six minutes and it's so like to the point in them six minutes you don't feel like you're going around the houses probably what happened yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's absolutely fine um what is your guilty pleasure
1: Mary yeah, Poppins
0: <laughs> brilliant and chocolate. Original,
1: any. Any, Sound of Music, Saving Mr. Banks, just anything like that, I will, if I'm having a day where I just don't want to really have to think about something, grab some chocolate and put on Mary Poppins. That is my day. Like, I am in my element. <laughs> Sounds good. If you ever I message inspire. me and I'm like, I'm watching Mary Poppins, just also reply, are you okay today? <laughs> I a sign, probably that I'm a bit overwhelmed with everything, and I just need to sit
0: and zone out. What's yours? What my guilty pleasure? Yeah. Like, um, I know I've mentioned it before. Um, like really cheesy TV, like 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Things that Never are on. A-
1: there, yeah.
0: Uh, do you know what it is? No. It's but- like I'm- people that have met online and they're from other different countries right. so, this is the first I'm explaining it. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it at least three times on this podcast um <laughs> so they meet like online or something and they're in different countries and they basically meet so whoever's going to whatever country they meet and I think it's because I think it's called it because I'm guessing in certain countries you have a certain um visa yeah, like 90 dinner. days or whatever these yeah. are so it's basically you know are they going to get married and actually be together or does it all go wrong but yeah I love it I
1: like married at first sight you see as well yes. I quite like something like that but I also like Now this is the grandma plant side of <laughs> me love anything like faulty towers or like keeping up appearances one foot in yeah. the grave like they are like right back from when I was younger but I just like watch it. I mean, like you do watch them now, and and the kids can be like, "What's wrong with the TV? Why is it like that?" You're like, "No, that was not that's how it
0: looks." Then <laughs> I haven't watched any of them for for a long time. But we um we were watching Cheers the other day, and I've I said, never I, "You've never heard of it." This is an American one. Um, but I have never actually sat down and watched it properly. Like I've obviously I've known of it and I've seen bits it's of it. Kind
1: of
0: yeah, and I was watching it. And I was I was like I could actually I could what you know, I could actually properly watch this.
1: Yeah. I feel like the nineties were a really good era for like sitcoms where you were just kind of like you can sit it's it's that sitting and being able to zone out. So going on like the guilty pleasure, the 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 zoning out. So like Mary Poppins aren't much to think about because you know what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: True, like every time you know Mr. Banks is gonna fix the kite, so like, I'm not gonna go into that, I'm not gonna go into it,
0: <laughs> not, not this episode. <laughs> if
1: you um, want to do it Disney one, then I will be there.
0: <laughs> yeah, what is your favorite biscuit?
1: Oh, this is very rare. This is a, I feel I'm a bit odd here, but no, it's I a like it. fruit cake, a short, no, fruit short not a short fruit cake,
0: yeah. No, I've been buying them quite a lot recently, actually. I like them, with a the hot chocolate. Um, Mary
1: Poppins. Uh yeah.
0: That's what they do done. <laughs> okay, what is one piece of advice you would give to somebody just starting out in business, other than, come and work with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I can <don't> <laughs> help! Believe in yourself. Absolutely. Believe in you, believe in what you do. Don't let those, like, self-sabotage monkeys in your mind affect your business at all. Don't let it do it. Just be you. And a lady I'm not going to keep talking, but a lady I did work with recently who we worked on her confidence mainly online, Mm. and we created she... She struggled to say what she did as a business. She struggled with that. So, that then obviously has a ripple effect on your social media. If you're not confident in it, you will struggle to really advertise it. Yeah. We worked on her believing in herself to start with and believing in what she was doing was amazing and how clever she was. And each session we worked together, the first thing I did was go through what she'd done on social media and be like, that is amazing. I can't, you need to realise this is absolutely amazing. Um, And we, so that she could build the confidence up, we made a private Facebook group that was just me and her and it was called She Owns It because I kept saying to her, all you need to do is take ownership of what you do because it is amazing. So just keep being you. So there's my biggest advice always be you and if you need help in your business clearly this is a bit of a sales pitch then ask for help yeah don't be ashamed in asking for help if you don't know what you're doing or not feeling confident then ask reach out brilliant and that's it Wow! Don't...
0: <laughs> well, don't shut up just yet because i need you to tell us where we can find you
1: i am mainly over on instagram On Concept to Career with Katie, I have a private Facebook group called Building You a Dream Career, and I also have a website which is www. 2 com. So I'm just all anywhere Concept to Career. I will be there.
0: (laughs) Amazing! Thank you so much for coming on today. I have loved having having you.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed our uh, slightly giggly <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, and yeah, I will see you in the next one. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing to my channel and leaving me a lovely review. It would mean the absolute world. You can follow me on Instagram, find me at small.biz.society and come and join my Facebook group. We've got a lovely supportive community over there for women in business. And if you're a female entrepreneur and you'd like to come on here and have a lovely chat with me, send me a message. Just reach out to me. My inbox is always open. Thank you so much again. And I will speak to you in the next one.